Hello and welcome to Handheld Zero, the show where we discuss the highs and lows of handheld gaming. My name is Nate, or Conception2, and we have a great show for you today, our season finale, actually, of our first season. But first, some context. If you haven't gotten a glimpse of what this show is yet, go ahead and listen to the raw audio feed of our episode zero to get a sense of the general mission of the show, what we aim to accomplish. It's at the bottom of the feed. It's the first thing we uploaded. So if you want to get an idea of where it was conceptualized, go ahead and listen to that. This is, as I mentioned, the season finale. Uh, this is episode eight. We're going to be taking a break. I will definitely be coming back with some more episodes later on, and uh, we will update the feed as to when that is going to be, so no worries there. This week, we're going to be discussing Super Smash Bros. for the Nintendo 3DS. So, there you might be wondering why this game, why this version specifically, as there are other handheld versions of Super Smash. We hit one, we hadn't featured a 3DS game yet, so I kind of wanted to explore that catalog a little bit. Not to mention, we haven't really explored a fighting or brawler type game, so I wanted to take a look at that. I'm kind of a fan of the Super Smash Brothers franchise. I'm not like a super fan. Like, I don't have a main. Like, I don't know what I'm doing in terms of competitive play, but I'm a fan of it from afar. So I really enjoy it. Um, and the vast majority of my Super Smash Brothers experience has been on consoles and TV screens. Even when I play on the Switch, I have played handheld, but even when I play on the Switch, it's mainly on the TV. So I wanted to compare that experience to a only handheld experience. All right, time for our segment, Press Start. This is where we're going to discuss the story elements of the game as well as the you know development cycle and things like that. Now, you might be wondering how we're going to discuss the story as it relates to Super Smash Brothers, and you have a great point because there really isn't a story. There's little to no plot. So in impressive fashion, what I'm going to do is I'm going to list every playable character in alphabetical order. Here we go. Bayonetta, Bowser, Bowser Jr., Captain Falcon, Charizard, Cloud, Corrin, Dark Pit, Diddy Kong, Donkey Kong, Dr. Mario, Duck Hunt, Falco, Fox, Ganondorf, Greninja, Ike, Jigglypuff, King DDD, Kirby, Link, Little Mac, Lucario, Lucas, Lucina, Luigi, Mario, Marth, Mega Man, Meta Knight, Mewtwo, Me Brawler, Me Sword Fighter, Me Gunner, Mr. Game & Watch, Ness, Olimar, Pac-Man, Palutena, Peach, Pikachu, Pit, Rob, Robin, Rose. Zelina and Luma, Roy, Ryu, Samus, Sheik, Shulk, Snake, Sonic, Toon Link, Villager, Wario, Wii Fit Trainer, Yoshi, Zelda, and Zero Suit Samus take turns fighting and completing challenges across various stages in the Nintendo universe and beyond. That's about it. Time for a water break, I guess. This game was published and developed by Nintendo, of course, and it was released in the North America for the 3DS on October 3rd, 2014. Interesting point to mention about its development and release. This was released in conjunction with a copy of the game for Wii U, which was slightly different but shared a lot of the similar characteristics, including the character lists and things like that. The Wii U version came out, I believe, about a month later, but the 3DS version came out October 3rd, 2014. All right, let's dive into the gameplay with Natapedia. Pretty expansive one, so bear with me. Let's talk first about the default series features of a Super Smash Brothers game. First of all, it's a multiplayer fighting game via local or online, as later editions have done. Damage is a percentage on the screen, so it's measured in a percentage that increases as the more damage you take. So you start at 0% and increases further and further up. The 
higher you have the number on the screen, the likelihood is that you're going to be knocked off the screen by an enemy or by items or by hazards, things of that nature. There are items that can appear in matches to assist you or your fellow combatants. Um, items are mainly pulled from games in which these characters are pulled from. It's vastly Nintendo, but starting at this point and forward and you know, a little bit in Brawl as well, we started to develop more into other companies' video games like Sonic, like Snake from Metal Gear Solid, things of that nature. So we start to see some more iterations of that. Pac-Man is a prominent one in this one as well. One main item that you'll see often is the Smash Ball, which is an item that allows your character to perform a final smash, which is basically just a, you know, devastating move that is themed around that character that will likely KO an enemy if it lands, you know, provided they're not at, you know, full health or things like that. So it's pretty exciting to use, kind of like a finisher style move. Another key item that is used often is the assist trophy. Uh, assist trophies are various characters that are not playable characters, but they were are other supplementary characters from you know these respective video games that'll pop out and assist the user in a variety of ways before dissipating. So it could be you know a healing one. It could be a, I'll jump around the screen and hurt you. Uh, there are all kinds of potential. Uh, opportunities for you know various levels of assist trophies there are also several different kinds of modes in these games that there are, are common modes that have existed throughout the series thus far uh, first you have your classic mode which is basically you choose a character you fight through various stages and characters to take on a big boss at the end for various rewards and unlocks um, these got more and more robust as the games went on you know before it was just a score with some coins now you kind of get you can unlock characters this way you can unlock uh, assist trophies and there are actual trophies in the game itself that you can earn so completing classic on various levels of intensity will give you those rewards another very popular mode is the home run derby which is there is a sack of i assume it's sand i believe it's sand and you take a baseball bat and you whack it as hard as you can to see how far you can get it pretty simple uh, there is a break the targets type game in this game. They actually rename it to Target Blast, which is where you have a stage in front of you that you have to break the targets. We're going to go in a little bit about how different that is in this game, but there's still a target breaking game. Um, then you got, of course, Smash, which is just where you beat up your friends and, you know, whatever way you want to customize it. It's completely customizable. You choose the maps, you choose the items, or if you don't want any items, you choose if you want computers added to the match, you choose teams things of that nature very fun stuff there is also a multi-man smash which is kind of like a survival horde mode you pick a player you know there's you know 100 enemies that are pretty easy to kill but they all kind of the dog pile on you at once and you got to see how long you can survive um, there's also a mode called all-star which is where you pick one character and then you have to defeat every other character um, based on the difficulty that you choose and you know there will be various pit stops along the way where you can heal yourself up a little bit but you only have a certain amount of lives to do so um, finally, of course, there is a training and practice mode where you just kind of hone your skills with a different character while the computer just kind of sits there and lets you beat it up. Let's talk a little bit more now about what is new to this game specifically. Those are all things that have existed in uh, every Smash game up to this point, new to this game. Obviously, 
There are new stages and characters. That's pretty default with any Super Smash Brothers game. You're going to get new characters. You're going to expand the roster. You're going to have new stages based on these properties, things of that nature. Pretty cool and exciting new additions at the time. Um, all stages have what is called an Omega form, which what that does is it takes the stage, it removes hazards, and makes it a flat platform with like a few sometimes other smaller platforms above if you're familiar with smash at all think final destination but on whatever map you want to do it so it's just a nice easy playing field you can also customize the playable characters and your me characters to alter their attacks and power-ups now this has a little caveat you can't just like alter you know say pikachu's move set in order to then go on competitive and just completely blast people it doesn't work that way it's more for like local things or like small mini game events and things like that it does not carry over into the online or competitive play portions of the game um amiibo were introduced around this time and amiibo can be used to uh train computer players to kind of adapt to your playing style and make for like interesting and intense training uh you can level them up repeatedly i believe it goes all the way up to level 50 if i'm not mistaken and they kind of learn how you move and then react to how you react in order to make it a very interesting challenge for you as we mentioned before break the targets is no longer really it's a new game called target blast the game is very different um which is a game where instead of you know flying around uh and platforming and defeating targets you actually hit a bomb and you try to hit it in certain trajectories in order to break the targets on the screen um the probably most notable and most uh interesting and fun new addition to this game is a mode called smash run now what happens in smash run it's a blend of platforming and kind of adventure that is then combined with the uh fighting various enemies until you get to a, a final battle you have five minutes to find chests to improve your stats and attributes grab items that are on the screen and in a playing board find bonus stages that give you all kinds of buffs and defeat enemies etc in order to buff up and strengthen the, your playing character's stats and attributes as much as possible. Then those stats are applied to you and you have a final battle of sorts that can provide a various kinds of enemies or challenges. There's a whole variety of things that can be done and then you defeat it. And it's a very fun and interesting new gameplay mechanic. Uh, finally, I didn't get a chance to actually explore this because online, is, since this game is a little bit older, um, online isn't really an option for me to check out, but according to a bunch of reviews and research that I did, online was completely revamped. So it was, you have a for fun and for glory mode, which is kind of a ranked versus unranked match play. Um, and you can kind of alter what kind of settings and uh, items occur in this online setting as well. All right, let's discuss buffs and nerfs. What works for this game for me and what doesn't work for this game? Let's always start with the positive with buffs. The roster in this game is very large and impressive. I really appreciated um, at the time and appreciated now how much more expansive and diverse the catalog of characters got. You know, we got to see, obviously, as I mentioned before, other more unique third-party characters like Pac-Man and, and things like that. But we also get to go into more niche levels of nintendo lore as well with like duck hunt and and things of that nature too so it was really awesome to see that um 
Based on, as I said, according to reviews on that, that I mentioned, multiplayer has improved greatly from the previous iteration. So Brawl's multiplayer um, online was a little bit rough, and they made steps to improve that from, uh, from Brawl. Uh, there are also so many game modes that keep things so interesting and fun for this game. You, you know, you're tired of just going at each other with a friend. That's fine. Let's try some, uh, home run derby. Let's try some, you know, smash run thing, switch things up and it makes the game that much more playable and the longevity of that game cycle increases. Unlocking characters, as always, is very rewarding and fun. You can do that in a variety of different ways. You know, finding hidden, you know, ways to capture these characters is always very exciting to me, and I love doing that. Um, finally, Smash Run is really, really fun. It's actually one of my favorite additions that they have done in recent memory for Smash Brothers games. I hope that they are able to include this in future, future iterations of the game because Smash Run is just really, really fun. I enjoy it. Nerfs. What doesn't quite work for me? Well, there's a few things. It's mostly technological. So the limitations of the screen size in comparison to console versions and even the Switch, which obviously has a much larger screen, is just so evident. The screen feels cramped at times and if it feels a little bit difficult to fully understand the scope of where you're standing um, on larger maps, you know, and you, you end up looking a little bit tiny. It's kind of difficult to grasp. In addition to that, controls are a bit difficult to pick up and mask. If you're familiar with the 3DS, you know, you have your buttons, but you have like this circular but flat joystick and it's very uncomfortable to use that in comparison to a controller in your hands. It's very difficult to get used to the 3DS controls. DLC characters are locked behind a paywall. Luckily, I'd already had them, but, um, you know, if the data ever goes online, those characters are just going to be lost to time on the 3DS. So it's always a little bit frustrating to have characters that you can play as be completely locked. Um, it would be nice if they could be unlocked with money or unlocked in the game over time or something like that. But I prefer that all the playable characters are not locked behind a DLC wall. And, of course, according to reviews, because I was not able to test this out myself, the online functions had some lag and latency issues that obviously have been clarified in more future iterations of the game, but they were annoying at the time. All right, let's move on to our next segment, How Many Carts, where we give final impressions of the game and a review score out of five cartridges. Think your old Game Boy games, those big fat cartridges, that's what I have in mind. Final impressions. This is the monumental first time that anyone could play a Super Smash Brothers game on the go, which can't be understated. That is absolutely game-changing. It's revolutionary. This version makes a lot of welcome changes and introduces new modes such as Smash Run, Smash Run which are really great fun and hopefully are a symbol of what's to come in the future. There are so many characters, truly so many characters, and it's always interesting to see third-party editions as well as other game franchises being mixed in with these primarily Nintendo-based roster. Having played Smash Ultimate on the Switch, though, the game is obviously hampered by its small screen size, difficulty in grasping the controls in comparison to other iterations of the game. The 3DS joystick just feels terrible to use, and seeing the scope on these larger maps with bigger hazards, it's just, it's difficult in comparison. 
According to reputable review sites, online was more robust and more developed, however, was hampered by lag and latency issues throughout its cycle, so there's a bit of give, a bit of take there. Nevertheless, it was fun to go back to Smash's handheld roots, and it was fascinating to see that the game still held up over time, even in comparison to its more advanced version in Smash Ultimate, it's still a very fun game to play, and I suggest people check it out. I'm going to give this game four cartridges out of five. Four cartridges out of five. And just like that, we are already at the end of our season one finale. I can't believe we got through one whole season of this podcast. It's been such a blast producing and making this show. I'm very excited to delve into what I have planned for season two. Like I had mentioned at the top, an update will be added to the feed when we are ready to start season two. We will announce the premiere date as well as what game we'll be playing and and things of that nature. Uh, If you haven't already, go ahead and follow me on Twitter. My Twitter is at conception underscore two. Conception is with a K and there's an underscore in there. Very important you get that underscore. You can also follow or subscribe to me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash conception2, also with a K, but no underscore that time. You can also find me on YouTube if you just search Nate Porteous, which is N-A-T-E space P-O-R-T-E-O-U-S. If you're interested in the video form of the podcast, which is actually an unedited version where we... I streamed it on Twitch and then uploaded the VOD to YouTube. You can find that by following the Twitch and YouTube that I just mentioned. Just a note as well, if you're somebody who is interested in listening to the podcast on Amazon or Audible, that should now be available to you in the feed. So that is another option that you could listen to the podcast on. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast, review the podcast, and rate it five stars if you can. Uh, depending on where you listen to it, you might not have the ability to rate or review the podcast. So if you can't, just hop on over to Apple Podcasts, um, leave a review for me if you want me to read it on the stream, or you can just leave a uh, five-star you know, rating. That would be excellent as well. I'm going to go ahead and check on our feed to see if we had any updates to the show's reviews let's see picked up one more rating but no more written reviews so if you ever want to get those reviews written on the show feel free to add them and i will be happy to do so I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening and watching to our first season of Handheld Zero. Again, I cannot wait to come at you with what season two is going to bring. It's going to be so much fun. So thank you for listening, watching. Please continue to stay safe out there, and we'll see you next season.